Again, big dog Jimmy C in the house. Um, Jimmy Savikovich, that's me. Uh, you got Drew on the other end. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mindset to Mike. Um, this is our podcast. This is episode number two. Um, first full length episode. So this would be, you know, the first one we did an intro, kind of letting you guys know what what it would feel like, what we were going to talk about, that kind of thing. This is our first attempt at a full-blown episode. So keep in mind, this will probably change. A ton of stuff about it will change over time as we get better at it um, and get more comfortable and kind of figure out how to do this whole podcasting thing. But um, we're going to go right into it. So this episode is going to be, uh, and and they all may be different. You know, Some episodes might be like... uh, a book review, which is kind of going to be today, and then some might be just some storytelling of some stuff we've been through or um, different things like that. So today, um, you can kind of treat this like a uh, like a cheat sheet to a book. If you don't like reading, then fuck it. Just listen to this, and uh, we're going to walk you through what we've read so far out of this book, and you can get what you can take from it. So um, – Again, it's uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff that we do and that we're trying and, and different things. Um, none of this is like, hey, you better do this to be a good person because we do it. Um, doesn't mean that at all. This is just different stuff we're trying personally, and some of it don't work. Some of it does, but if you hear something that you like or think would be beneficial to you, kind of like the cold showers we're going to talk about today, uh, then, then do it. See what happens. See if you get better by it. Um, so anyway, today... We are going to discuss the topic that we kind of kicked off in the intro episode uh, with the book called Own the Day, Own Your Life. Uh, it's a book by a guy named Aubrey Marcus, which is the founder and CEO of a company called Onnit, O-N-N-I-T. So this company is, is focused on total human optimization. And this book highlights, you know, optimized practices for waking, working, learning, eating, training, playing, sleeping, and sex. So we, we are at the beginning stage of the book. I am actually getting ready to get into chapter nine. I'm not sure where you're at, Jimmy. They're like your lightweight calling me out in front of everybody here. I am uh, hey. <laughs> about to start chapter three. <laughs> so Jimmy just opened the book. Shut the fuck up. So I, I, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Um, part of this is to put each other on blast and have an accountability partner, which uh, we both really believe in. Um, You know, holding yourself accountable is a tough thing to do just by human nature. So uh, when we do this, um, I kind of expect Drew to call me out on stuff like me just cracking this book open and, uh, and that, you know, make me want to keep up and keep up and be the best me I can be because he's going to make fun of me in front of all you people that are listening. So, that's right. Um, do have uh, a full time job and a seven month old, Andy, but uh, no ex- no excuses. Hey, that's it. Yeah, get up get up twenty minutes. Rule early. number ninety seven. No excuses. Play like a champion. 
<laughs> but anyways, um, I, th- I think it's safe to say we both accomplished, you know, the, the beginning chapters and uh, which involves highlights the morning routine. So th- that's kind of the things we're going to talk about here today. Um, so let's, we can recap the, the morning routine being hydration, uh, some type of sunlight, and then movement. Those are the three main categories uh, to get your day going. So hydration, it gives us uh, like the morning cocktail, they call it, which is 12 ounces of water, three grams of sea salt, which we've kind of agreed that it might be a little excessive. Fuck that. And then a quarter <laughs> a quarter lemon squeezed, which kind of, you know, adds some flavor to the, to the water. Um, so why do that? So our bodies are made of 60% water. You know, our, all of our organs and everything runs off of water. Think of like your car, you know, if your, your motor doesn't have oil in it probably not going to work right and if you're running thin on that you're going to damage all your parts same concept when it comes to to uh to water and staying hydrated uh some of the best waters out there tend to be spring water just be uh, just because if it's natural it has more minerals which your body utilizes those you know that's why the sea salt comes in handy you know gives your electro electrolytes and all that which causes retention which is kind of a, a word that's thrown around as, as negative retention is and when it comes to hydration is just another word for hydration. So it just allows your body to hold on to that water and utilize it. And on all the minerals promote healthy bodily functions. So anything that you do, you know, your bowel movements, you got to take a big old deuce, Dookie. drink some water in the morning, water and coffee, man. It'll flush you right out. No problem. You know, it's funny. So, it's funny about water is, you think when you think dehydration, you know, everybody thinks like, I mean, I know I used to like you think about when you're hungover, right? And you're super dehydrated. You're like, man, this feels horrible. You just need water. You know, you're dehydrated, but you don't realize that every morning you're dehydrated, just not to that extreme that you are after like you've been pounding Coors Lights all night. Um, <laughs> so you, you, when you wake up because you lost water while you were sleeping up to a pound um, of water, you're, you're dehydrated. And the funny thing is everybody's like, you know, part of being dehydrated means feeling sluggish. So in addition to just waking up, you feel sluggish from that. Then you also, you're dehydrated and you're sluggish from that. So to combat that, everybody goes for what? Right for the cup of coffee. Boom, I need coffee to really get my morning going. Which actually makes that's it right. Worse. You you the ca- the you totally don't need to grab a cup of coffee. You need to grab a cup of fucking water, get some water back in you, and then get your coffee. But you're just further dehydrating yourself, and then it's this weird, nasty cycle of always being dehydrated, never having yeah. energy. Um, two Red Bulls a day because that that's totally me. Was me, and still uh, I don't drink two a day, but still I there's probably five days out of the week I drink a Red Bull. So um, doing this um, helps. It certainly does. I'm hoping that it helps to a point where i um i'm good and i'm gonna drink those energy drinks anymore but anyway it's just funny people think that like uh, like you um coffee's the key in the morning but you're really yeah like try going six to eight hours during the actual day of not drinking water that's right it's like you, you wouldn't even consider that that's that's what's happening while you're sleeping yeah you know it's just like just keep that in mind L- a little fun fact about salt the actual word salt uh, and the word salary come from a, a the word name. Uh, what's the Latin word? root what word sal. Yes, yeah, sal. That's it. So like, and, and the saying says, 
you know, you're worth your weight in salt. So salt was like in the Roman times, that was like, that's how people were paid. And that's how the soldiers were able to accomplish and stay hydrated, do things they needed to do back, back in the day. So salt has been around for millennia in history, in human history. So it's very vital that we, you know, we, we keep that in our diets. And you can for sure have way too much salt. <laughs> Everybody, you know, that, it, that yeah, can be a yeah. problem, but not having salt. People think that because people have problems, health problems from salt, that means that salt's a bad thing. It's not. You, you need some salt. You should have some, but um, you got to have the right dose. It's just like anything else in moderation. It can be a good thing. And uh, I mean, like I think about my dad, this dude would like lick his hand and pour salt on it and then take a drink of beer and like too much salt, <laughs> bud. Slow down. Yeah, yeah. Mashed potatoes were just covered in like a thick layer of salt, and I just grew up like that, eating so much salt. So that that's overdoing it, but salt is a good thing. Yes, for sure, definitely in moderation. Uh, so that brings us to our to the next part of the uh, the morning routine, which is light. So so any your, so our bodies have a natural biological clock that we're, you know, we're designed to wake with the sun and sleep with the stars. It's, it's, uh, it's a circadian rhythm, like our internal clock. So, so waking up in the morning and getting immediate sunlight tells your body, okay, it's time to, to wake up, be productive and get, and, you know, get into the day. And then that also influence your biological functions. You know, as soon as, as soon as light hits you and you're up and moving, it's telling you, okay, let's get things moving, get the brain fired up, get, get the bowels moving, whatever you need to do to get your day going and all that good stuff. So just, just by doing that, it only takes, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just stepping outside or, you know, unfortunately some of us live in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the sun's kind of hard to come by, but you know, you can buy like blue light little lamps if you could take the work and that kind of stuff, just, just having that exposure, I think alone puts you in a positive mood. And I think it's safe to say that everyone loves the power of sunlight and how you feel when you're, when you're out on a sunny day, you know, put that in your morning routine, get that going first thing. And, and I, I guarantee it, it has for me, at least my opinion, changed, changed my mornings for sure. At the very least, just turn some lights on in the house. If you can't, you know, if it's dark outside, it's cold, it's Ohio. Um, Turn the lights on. Don't creep around your house in the dark. Go right for that coffee. Just shut the. Turn the lights so on. So depressing. Yeah, turn the lights on and uh, wake the fuck up. <laughs> so, I gotta, so once I you've accomplished figure out your... my f bomb usage, I think I might drop this a little bit too much to be sharing on LinkedIn or something. But I got to get that under control. <laughs> There's still time. Accountability bro. partner, you keep my f bombs in check. All right, got you. All right, what the fuck um, were you saying? So yeah, once once we've accomplished our hydration and we got our light source, we're feeling good, and then we want to go into some form of movement. And that could be push-ups, squats, burpees, you know, kettlebell swings, or whatever whatever you have handy, jumping jacks. And this isn't like a full-blown workout. This is you know we're talking three to five minutes of just movement, some activity, increase your core temperature, get your circulation going. Uh, it releases the hormones and endorphins uh, that make you alert. So I, I guarantee as soon as you roll out of bed, if you do these three things, my opinion, my findings and just doing this over the past two weeks has like totally changed my mornings. Yeah. So the, I think it's super important here because this was, this was part of my problem was 
um, I, I was thinking like, okay, in the more I need to be in the treadmill in the morning. That that's was my thought. Like I need to get up extra early and get on the treadmill. So because I had that thought, it would suck waking up. I'm like, okay, I got to get up and get out of bed and go hit the treadmill for a half hour like that. It's tough, but you, it doesn't have to be that is, is what this book is saying. It's just get a few minutes. It can be, and it actually calls it, you can do one to three minutes, which is quick and dirty. Five to 10 minutes is slow and sexy. And uh, it, it doesn't take that much. You just move, just get moving. So, um, and this is something I actually still haven't started doing, but uh, because we're talking about this and wow, I know, dude. Shut up, dude. He, I might have to call somebody else to get on this podcast. Though. You we better call the fucking police to drag me off this podcast. Hey, watch, watch the F-bombs. My bad. Um, so anyway, yeah, like just a couple minutes. He was saying push-ups, burpees, whatever. It literally can be one minute. The point is that you get your heart rate elevated and your muscles moving because it, it releases all them endorphins that attribute to energy and being up and being productive. So just a few minutes. But now that we're talking about it, I'm going to start tomorrow morning, um, and Drew can hold me to that. And then we'll see where we're at by the next week when we record. I want a video. Oh. I want a video of, of your morning. I'll, I'll send you a video of me pumping iron. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, so I'll start doing that. Drew's going to hold me to it. Um, that's the movement part. So that's the that's uh, the first chapter. That's the three things. And the um, I know we skimmed over it, but way, way too much salt in that drink. It, it says uh, – I'm not kidding, dude. There was salt all over my lips. There, it, was, it was horrible. It was a bad experience. So – um, I would recommend doing a little bit less than three grams of sea salt, but shout out to Lucy one time because the drink was so nasty. And I, I've been doing this one, the, the drink for like a week and a half now. Um, and it, it is really good. And I, you, the hydration after you've, you've been doing that, you can feel it. It, it, it is a game changer. Definitely. And, uh, so anyway, yesterday, what she did was, um, in an effort to make it a little more, um, a little more tasty, she found a um, a recipe that is pretty similar, but it's um, and I I don't know the she'd have to tell me the the proportions, but it was water, uh, the Himalayan sea salt, squeezed lemon, a lot more squeezed lemon though, um, a little bit of stevia to sweeten it up, and then aloe plant mm -hmm. squeezed in there. So uh, yes, yeah, so she one. said she gave me that, and then it, I mean we made a ton, so I was able to drink it in the morning and then throughout the day. So it's, it had a little thickness to it from the aloe, but um, it just it tasted like lemonade, like a weak, a little weak lemonade, but um, made it a little bit easier to drink. And I had it with me throughout the day. I had it in a terrible container to be drinking out of, so I was spilling it all over myself right before a presentation <laughs> like a jackass. But um, anyway, and that's another uh, another option. It takes a l couple seconds longer to make, a little more, a um, few more ingredients, but uh, tasted way better. But if you're just pounding the 12-ounce, cocktail that they got in this book um it does it makes a difference man and um before we go too far i want to i want to go back because there was a couple things in the intro uh the intro of the book that i highlighted because i really liked um first of all it starts with a quote uh nothing is worth more than this day by johann wolfgang von von goth something like that usually i'm a pretty good reader but i don't know what the hell that word is <laughs> johann wolfgang something something uh, nothing is worth more than this day, which, I mean, come on, that's so right. Is You know, you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yesterday's done. So literally today is the most important thing in your life. Um, and then uh, so a couple of highlights. I'm going to breeze through these, but I thought they were really cool. Um, some quotes. 
small things when compounded over time tend to have big consequences. That after all is the essence of evolution. So kind of that's the point of the book is, is a bunch of little small things you can do throughout the day. That's going to make your, your one complete day incredible. Um, and that I like that because if you look at any day and all the little decisions you make throughout the day, um, that's really what it is. It's those tiny decisions you make throughout the day that you determine how happy your life is um, and how productive you are. You know, did you say no to taking on that new project? Did you, um, you know, did you take a different way to work this morning? Did you all those tiny little decisions you don't even think put too much effort into uh, totally attribute to your happiness and ultimately quality of life. Exactly right. Um, I'm selling my, this is a little off track here, but I'm selling my iPhone 6S, my old phone plus, and I'm getting all these Facebook marketplace messages. Everybody's asking me if it's still for sale, but nope. But then I say, yeah. And everybody says like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's cool. I'm just making yeah, sure. Like buy it, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> if, is this yeah, still for sale? Buy it. Um, anyway, uh, the next one, focus on the smallest unit of measurement. So talks about Nick Saban and uh, how incredible of a college football coach he is, even though I despise his program. Um, but he tells his players to follow what he calls the process. He tells them that the average down in football lasts seven seconds. And if they want to win a championship or a title, they got to focus on that smallest unit of measurement, seven seconds. Don't get lost in the big picture. Don't take your eye off the prize. Focus what's right in front of you. Focus on the micro in other words, and the macro takes care of itself. That is huge. That's, that's awesome advice. I try to do that. I think it's incredible. Control what you can control, the little stuff, and it always adds up to the bigger overall picture. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so let's go forward here. Where were we? We were on chapter two, which, I mean, I know I've read a ton of this book so far, but um, so long ago when I read that chapter two, deep breath, deep freeze, tiptoe into cold water. If you tiptoe into cold water, you're missing out on the rush of plunging in head first. Um, Drew's got the whys of all this stuff locked down. Um, so I'll let him kind of explain this one. Yeah. So I don't know if how familiar a lot of you guys are with, um, exposing your body to extreme temperatures, whether it be heat or cold, but it's, it's, it's vital to building your immune system. So when you shock your body like that, it triggers, you know, hormones in your immune system to react. Um, so, so minute exposure to extremes one way or the other, uh, will help you, you know, build a stronger immune system. So your body was able to react and, and take care of things like inflammation. So when, when anything negative happens, in your body health-wise, it always involves an inflammation. So your body's rushing to a certain area to control and try and control what's going on there. So this helps regulate that and, and get through that process much quicker because your body's able to diagnose and, and move forward and take care, of, take care of its issues much quicker. So I, I like that idea. Un unfortunately, in Arizona, the water doesn't get so cold. Aww. So... So, like, I have to adapt to, you know, using, like, actual ice in a bathtub and, like, submerging. Uh, like, I haven't really done much of that yet, but, uh, you know, they recommend, you know, every week or so doing that for a good full submerge for two to three minutes or something yeah. like that. 
but um, I do the uh, they they mention a, at the very least, um, which is some this book kind of does pretty cool. Is it each chapter breaks down? It starts with getting owned, and it tells you like how, just how shitty you feel, you know, basically, and all these different things. And then it, it gives you a prescription, and then the last the third part of the chapter would be um, owning owning it. So what what if you're totally killing it? What you would be doing, but um, and it breaks that down as from like a minimal impact to all the way. So like those ice baths being something pretty hardcore to do, um, but all the way back down to a cold shower. Um, and not even that, if you're taking your regular shower in the morning, last 30 seconds to a minute, flip it over to cold water, ice, cold water, let the, let the cold water hit you. Um, and, and then it gets kind of the, the, the health aspects that drew touched on. And he, I think he may have a little bit more is, um, is impactful, but, the coolest part to me, and this is this is one of my favorite parts of the book so far, is the mental piece of it. Um, I'm really big on yeah. motivation and motivational behavior, and the mental override of that cold shower. Because I, I do this in the morning, and um, I would tell you there are days when you're like, I'm just absolutely not going to do that. So you start telling yourself like, No, I feel awake. I don't need to do the cold shower thing. I'm fine. And you, really though, that's just your mind compensating and talking you out of it. Um, th- that's what your mind does. So. It, it, your mind wants to take manual control or, or, or auto control. So your mind just wants to make these decisions for you and in the easiest way possible. That's just what we're trained to do, uh-huh. get you out of it. But um, the, the ability to, to override your, your, your automatic reaction is so cool. It's so important. I think it's really cool. And it, and it talks about like Nike slogan, just do it. What an impactful, I mean, it's three words, but how impactful that is. So, um, you know, and a quote from here I highlighted, the same applies for starting your workout or talking to the pretty girl or boy at the bar or writing your name down on the karaoke call sheet. Even though you're going to feel like a hero <laughs> when you tackle any of those feats, your mind computer will still scramble to find excuses and justifications why you shouldn't. Um, instead, thank the machine for its efforts, and then take manual control of what is usually on autopilot and fucking do it. That wasn't my F-bomb. That was in the book. Um, <laughs> Pass. Yep, so, uh, so, I just can't speak enough about that. I mean, if you, and throughout your entire life, and when we start talking about like our careers and stuff like that in another episode, I I got a really good story about um, something I totally did not want to do a big project. I did not want to take on. And then I, um, you know, this kind of thing and, and reading about this in another book made me, you know, made me realize that I was making the easy decision. And uh, so I decided to just do it, throw myself out of my comfort zone. And, um, actually one of the best decisions I have ever made relative to my career. And it's opening up kind of some different windows to where, um, you know, it's going to be interesting where my career goes from here. Some things that I've been, I'm passionate about. I didn't even realize I was, but we'll get into that later. But that, I just think I can't stress yeah. that enough how, how your, your mind just wants to take the easy way. Um, and it happens in the shower, dude. There's been a couple of days where I didn't, didn't do the cold at the end of it. Cause I'm like, well, whatever, a couple minutes of cold. Even though I read this book and it told me all the other stuff it does good for me, I still was like, no, I'll be okay today. No, just do it. Turn the <laughs> cold water on. It's going to suck the wind out of you. It's going to be a little hardcore. Um, and then uh, breathe through it, which which uh, it talks about here, and, here too. And um, Drew can talk about that a little bit. But um, just fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, this concept holds true when it comes to growth, whether it be mind or body. So if you think of, you know, if you're lifting weights, you know, you need acute stress in any 
for, to, to trigger growth. So if you're lifting weights, you're putting stress on that muscle. The more stress you put on it, the more your body adapts, the more it grows, yep. right? So that's the same thing in the mental aspect. You, you force yourself into these potentially uncomfortable positions, but, it, but it, it's a, you're planting a seed for growth, and you're going to learn. It's just why you have a flu shot. It's why they give you a flu shot, to get your body acutely stressed out about this specific virus. So when it does come along, if it does, your, your body's like, oh, what the hell, you know, no big deal. I already had this, took care of it, not a problem. Yep. You know, that holds true through pretty much any, anything that you have going on in your life. If you want to grow it, you have to stress it. You have to, to get exposed and, and just make yourself do it. I really like how this, like you mentioned, it really gets you in the mental aspect because that, that is like so huge. If you can overcome, like putting yourself in really uncomfortable positions, that's, that's how you continue to learn and, and strive to, this grow. stuff fires me up, dude. I'm about to knock this Baja yeah, blast up sure. against the wall. I'm fired <laughs> up. Um, the, uh, it, it also talks, th this chapter talks about Wim Hof. If you don't know who Wim Hof is, you've got to Google this dude. He is, um, they call him the Iceman. Uh, he, this guy has run a marathon above the Arctic Circle with no shirt on. Uh, he hiked okay. past the death zone of Mount Everest with no shirt on in a blizzard. Um and the, the the book jokes, you might think he just hates shirts, but there's actually a method to his madness. So Wim, Wim Hof <laughs> is 57 years old. He hasn't been sick in a decade. He doesn't get sore. Uh, he drinks a beer or two at dinner every day. They call him the Iceman. And all this is from breathing techniques. This guy, he, he studies breathing um, and, and the impacts that breathing and that climate and the, the, the cold and heat can, the effects they can have on your body. Um, in the long run and your, your stress hormones. So um, he's not just some freak of nature. I mean, he, he did it through studying the stuff and training his shocking his body and training his body to be this way. It's not like the dude's just immune to cold. Um, he just did that on purpose and he grew to be that way. You can definitely hack, hack your body and you know, your mind is way more powerful than we give credit to. And we always give into the physical exposure and, and tap out when, when realistically we can power through it. And that's kind of his concept. You know, it's, it's very similar to even a, I mean, I wouldn't know firsthand, but like when a, when a woman's going through labor, you know, that's why they have Lamaze classes. It's all about breathing. Like you can accomplish and calm your body and, and, and direct, you know, deflect the pain or whatever. And, and it, you know, build up a tolerance just by breathing and, and be able to handle certain situations where ordinarily if you were to harp on and focus on the pain, it's just going to get way worse. Yeah. You know? That is literally why they do Lamaze, breathing in Lamaze classes. It really is. And like, it's funny until this book, I never really thought about that, but, um, and then you think, yeah, okay. So you're, you're breathing in a certain way. It's calming you down, but really think about that. Like stop what you're doing and think about it. Why are, why is breathing calming you down? Cause it has an effect on all these different things in your body. And, and, uh, it, it, it just calming down is, is not just like mental, it's physical too. It, it calms your body down. It makes all this different good stuff from breathing. And Wim Hof has the, it, what's called the Wim Hof method, um, uh, the Wim Hof breathing method. And, uh, he talks about doing it, um, uh, every day, a couple times a day. And it's, that consists of 30 to 50 power breaths. Um, and then a hold. So, so you have some, <sighs> Like hardcore power breaths in, 
hard power breaths in and then letting it go, not pushing out, but letting it go until your until your whole diaphragm has no air and then hard breath in again, 30 to 50 times. And actually until you start to feel a little tingling in your fingers, right? You start to feel slight light, yeah, you feel a yeah, lightheadedness. And um, it's uh, drop my phone, my bad. It, uh, you feel a lightheaded, tingly fingers. It's okay. That's just your body reacting to not having the oxygen that it needs. It's it's like, hey, I need some oxygen. I got I got to figure something out, which is okay. That's totally fine. It doesn't mean you're gonna die. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you don't want to go to strong, serious lightheadedness. And don't just try this because we're talking about it out of this book. Go look it up and like do your research if you're gonna do this. Because I don't want somebody like kicking the bucket and being like, Jimmy said, breathe hard. <laughs> Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, do your own research, obviously, and, and know your limits. But I, I, I can firsthand can tell you I've done this, and like the amount of relaxation that comes at the end of these breaths is just like surreal. It's like you're so like in the zone, like everything is like like all the all the stress that you had in your body is like totally gone. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing, and it says we're capable to do right. That. And when you're doing the, and I, I, full disclosure, I haven't done this yet. This is another thing that I'm gonna do. Here we dude, go. chill, dude. Here we it's go the first again. episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to do this uh, tonight, and then you know every day up until the next episode, and uh, we'll actually see um, how it goes. But when I mentioned when I mentioned the lightheadedness and the tingling in your extremities, I, what that really is, I, I said your it, your body is like reaching for air. It's not. It's not what I meant. Um, it's a sign that your blood is hyper oxygenated. You've got so much oxygen yes. in the blood, um, which is clearly a good thing. Definitely don't over over breathe, but it's a good thing. But then on the last one, once you feel that way and you breathe out, you hold. So after those breaths, you feel a little tingly. Your last breath out, you hold it. And you hold it until you can't hold it anymore, until you feel that gasp reflex that means you want some breath, and then take that breath. And that's when that, that, that awesome feeling happens at the end. Um, and and you're, the, the point of this is to get all this ox- oxygen in your blood. Uh, that's good for your blood and you're just you're kind of like a, it's like an like a, a, a an injection of oxygen in your blood i guess you could say um so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna give that a shot yeah. and if you check out his website it's pretty cool wim hof i just signed up the other day he's got um there's a ton of stuff on there about different breathing techniques yeah. and um, i joined the club whatever the hell that means so they're emailing me stuff we'll see what that's all about <laughs> fascinating yeah guy, super sure. interesting dude so I, I guess I, this kind of reminds me of uh, another guy that I follow, which is probably most of you know him, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins actually has a, a pool, a little plunge pool in his backyard that's set to like a little over 40 degrees. And he'll do a cold water plunge every morning when he's, when he's home. So, I mean, we're not just – stuff This is not thin air. There's, there's medical benefits so, you know, there's science backing all these techniques and, and things that we can do. Science. So it's like, you know, just implement them yourself and see how you feel. I, I can say firsthand that I've tried most of these and will continue to do them because I, the way that I feel after implementing it is like, it's just unreal. And, it, and so it's free. It's something that you can do with minimal time. You just have to overcome, you know, the mindset to, to continue to do it and, and develop. Yeah, you think about it, the, the, the stuff we just talked about um, and the, the first three chapters, like I said, are things to do in the more in the morning um, or the stuff we just talked about was morning stuff. What is that really? What is it really going to take? The, the cold shower? You're already in the shower. Flip it to cold water at the end. 
um, the one, literally one to five to 10 minutes of, of movement. Okay. So wake up five minutes earlier. If you didn't already a lot for five minutes of playing on your phone in the morning, or just bone your significant. other. That's right. That gets the heart rate going too. Um, significant boning of the significant other. Uh, and it doesn't say to do that in the book, but I, that doctor recommends that I'm sure as well. But, um, it's really important to think before you, you, you let your brain start telling you, and I, I'm not like preaching cause I haven't, there's some of this I'm still not doing obviously, but the brain piece is so, obviously. <sighs> the, uh, the brain piece is so important because you're like, I, I, you just talk yourself out of it. You, you wake up, you play on your phone, check your Facebook, look at your Instagram. You got two likes, you're all fired up. Um, and then, <laughs> and then you just, you do that for five to 10 minutes. Then you go right to your coffee in the dark. Then you jump in your warm shower. All this stuff is, is well, the phone is a total waste Com- of time. Comfort That's zone. it. And it keeps you like, like not awake. It's just, you see how you don't wake up in the morning. Cause you're just, everything is like more and more warm shower. And you try and ju- justify not doing stuff. Cause you're like, oh, I ran out of time. But meanwhile, you're surfing you know, Instagram for fucking 15, 20 minutes, you know, and you probably looked at like 18 people's diet and workout pages across your Instagram feed of stuff you want to start doing because you're comfortable just looking at it on your goofy Facebook or Instagram, Um, which I'm guilty of too. So uh, I think we all are, but yeah, I'm glad we're talking about it. So we're going to try to, you know, ourselves get out of that stupid rut and be more productive. And, um, Just do cool stuff, man, I guess, at the end of the day. Let's uh now that we kind of talked about what what we've learned in the book, let's let's run through like let's give them an idea of what our specific personal morning routines are. Yep. If you if you would like to do that. I see your this is lightweight so, uh, calling me out, but that's fine. That's exactly right. So uh, my morning routine, uh, I probably started this about two weeks ago. So specifically I I wake up around Drew, hold on, Drew named his morning routine. I'm better than Jimmy. That's what he named it. Yeah. And then, and then I put an exclamation mark at the end of that. Two of them actually. But, uh, so I'll get up around six thirty, seven o'clock, usually before seven. And, uh, I'll immediately go make the, make the, the water cocktail with the salt and all that. And then I'll do, um, actually do some, some physical stuff before I get the sunlight. So I'll, I'll go to do some, kettlebell swings i do about 30 kettlebell swings after i drink my water and then i'll I'll grab a book which is right now it's currently the book on the day on your life and then i'll go sit outside for about 20 minutes 30 minutes and just read and then by the time i'm done with that it's still only like 7 30 you know my my work my official work day hasn't started yet so i'll i've already accomplished you know so much i feel like and just within an hour and then once once i get that then i'll i'll, I'll wait till i have a till i have my coffee till after after i read and then i'll make a coffee with the mct oil in it which when you add fats to coffee it slows down your body's absorption of caffeine so it kind of that that one coffee will will last you a little bit longer and it'll slowly release the caffeine which i found to be so i used to pound coffee man like Probably a good three, four cups a morning at, at one point, just like because I was like not into yep. it, you know. I, I, I wake up last minute, go to work or start working. And I'm like, man, I just don't feel like doing anything. 
so that totally changed like my caffeine intake and I feel, I feel more lively in the mornings. And then after I, I get my coffee and I'll sit down if I'm, if I'm working from home or whatever, and I'll you know, go to my email, my calendar and just get the day going after that. That's kind of a highlight of, of my mornings. And that's just in a matter of, you know, an hour. Yeah. So, um, real quick, something you mentioned in there, um, was feeling like you've already accomplished so much. And then that mentally, that makes you feel like, man, I'm already crushing it today. And it puts you in this mindset of I'm going to keep killing it. Just keep going. And from yeah. from some other reading um, that, that I've done, I don't remember the exact book or article or what, but um, the all the most successful people uh, in, in the world, whether it be business or whatever, um, they all make their bed in the morning. Uh, I don't make my bed, yeah. but the, the point of it, yeah. it's not to have a clean bed in case you have guests. The point of it is to you, you've done something you've been productive within the first two minutes you're awake you've already accomplished, accomplished task. something yep so that sets the trend for the rest of the day it puts you on that the arrow is now going up rather than going straight across or down you're you've already knocked one thing off you crushed one thing within being away for one minute so that kind of sets the tone for your day but um me in the morning uh <laughs> i'm much different than drew uh i got and i'm, I'm trying to get better i'm work in progress that's why we're doing this but I, um, I'm like the dude who gets up with just enough time to put clothes on and go to work and get a shower. So I, um, and obviously we got, we have the Elliot thing. So he's up in the middle of the night. So there's, you know, don't get a ton, as much sleep as I would like, but that's okay. Cause at the end of the day, it's, you're just tired, whatever, deal with it, get over it. It's not that bad. Um, so anyway, I get up, um, I do what I got to do with the baby. If there's anything or Lucy's doing. Um, then I would hit the shower, uh, get dressed, make the little morning cocktail, uh, the water, salt, and lemon, chug that bad boy, uh, make sure I have everything I need for the day, kiss my beautiful wife on the face, and then I leave. And uh, since um, I would tell you that since the morning cocktail, because I was the same way with coffee, I'm like, and I, I didn't even like coffee until like a year ago, but I would get to work and it would be like, I need an energy drink or I need coffee like now if I'm going to, if I'm going to yeah. do anything. But since the morning, um, I'm telling you, I get to work and like, I don't even really think about coffee until like I get to work at eight and I don't feel, think about coffee till like nine, 10 o'clock. Um, you know, every morning's a little different, but the cocktail has done that. Like it hydrated me and gives me a little energy. Um, and, and the, all the other things with the shower and the cold, I, I like, I'm, I'm moving. I, I feel good. I don't, I want less coffee, I guess. So I'm trying so that's kind of a cool yeah. thing that I've noticed in the past couple of weeks about the coffee, but, um, that's my morning. And I would tell you that, um, starting along with all this other stuff I'm going to do starting tomorrow, I'm going to get up at a little earlier than I normally do. I'm going to get up at Prove we'll see you on the next podcast. If it's not shut me down, call the police, call yeah, 911, sure whole... um, yeah. tell them I'm being a, uh, a, a more cast buster, but called protective services. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Because you're mistreating your own right. body. Um, child protect, like I got a child body. That's what you're saying? No, you are. Yeah, exactly. You I'm acting child. like a child. <laughs> mistreating yourself. Uh, so I'm going to try to get up at six. Uh, not going to try. I am. And if it makes me tired, it is what it is. Right. So um, we'll see on the next episode. We'll, uh, we'll update on all this stuff. Uh, so kind of the plan at the beginning of the episodes is we'll update on the things that we got going on um, out of this book. 
And then for sure, once we get to, you know, not every episode is going to be about this book, but we'll certainly update in the beginning on the, on a couple, we keep it brief sometimes about what's going on in the book and what we've been trying and if the things are working or not. And then, you know, we might talk about various different things, but we'll always keep something like this in there. So, um, anything else, Drew, you got? No, I think that's, uh, that's about it for me. It just, want to emphasize on the importance of just getting your day going you know you you think it's not that big of a deal and I always thought the same just you get up when you get up you have you have obligations whether it be work or whatever's going on in your life and you just kind of mosey on to it you know but if if you're proactive and, and you know you don't have to do everything that this book is telling you obviously but uh I think we both found it very beneficial and it it's it's easy to do and the the benefits are like surpassing anything I would have ever imagined. So I'm definitely going to keep, keep, keep going. Yeah. And it, it talked, like I, I mentioned about doing the micro focusing on the micro things. If you don't yeah. do everything out of this book, don't do everything that we talked about. Don't do, you know, don't, I, you know, we, there, we have, we have a ton of growing to do, which is the point. So, uh, but if you just find one little thing that works a little bit, do it because you do that a bunch of times and it's going to have a monster impact um on you and your life man so uh that's it for us for this podcast um we're gonna post these bad boys and give us some feedback unless you're ray smalley um and uh let us know you know (laughs) did you like it did you not like it what what should we tweak what could we tweak um you know some of your any topics yeah yeah yeah. in the future you'd like to hear us talk about or yeah all that just let us know you know let us know whatever whatever you want to tell us about this podcast and us doing this let us know um because like i said in the facebook post in the last one we're gonna do it anyway so if you don't listen you don't listen we're gonna keep doing it just for us um but uh we would love the feedback especially from the people who are going to keep listening um we appreciate everybody out there who listened to this bad boy because i think we went a little bit longer than we were anticipating for the first one which is good because once you get your you get to talking to your boy man it's hard to stop yeah. So that's it. That's We're it. gonna sign off. Um, I'm gonna come up with some sweet catchphrase for for I could say to you guys uh, when we get off these things. I have a ton of ideas about it, but um, I'm gonna come up with a good one that you can get tattooed on your forehead if you choose. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> All right, that's it. All righty, folks. See you later. Stay productive and get shit done. Life. Life.